0: This is David Nett from Gold, and you're listening to Stolen Droids Podcast. Should it be the Stolen Droids? It's just Stolen Droids, right? Hello, and welcome to episode number 182.
1: I'm Schmitty.
2: I'm Dollface.
0: And I'm Zook. It is another, I can't say threesome, that sounds suggestive, but it's another uh, trilogy. Trio. Trio. Trio, (laughs) Trio, that's the word. It's also late. I'm on a lot of caffeine, and we're a little bit punchy. You are listening to the uh, ep- episode for the week of Monday, September 23rd. Yeah, I think I did the math on that, right? 22nd. Really? Yeah. Dang it. I was so close.
1: <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> we are without Zoner. However, we are with his superhero persona, Dollface. I say that because we never see the two of them in the same place at the same time.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we try and keep things interesting and keep you guessing and, you know...
1: I just don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> he he shrinks. He goes into a
0: phone booth because they still exist. Shrinks by a couple feet. Comes out as doll face.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: All right. All right. You see it. Hey, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at TrekRadio.net, dot OpenBookAudio.com, and Stitcher.com. I'm also a horrible, horrible person and friend because I forgot to mention our awesome host at 4814 last week. That was totally my bad. I got through the sponsors and I got thinking, you know, I, I was missing something. Oh, well, that was too
1: late. That was my bad because I wasn't listening and I would have caught it, so I'm sorry.
0: You would have. You would have <laughs> looked it up on your phone. Um,. But uh, we do have awesome hosts over at 48-14.com. They specialize in WordPress, and those guys are masters. Check them out. Uh, They will help you out with your hosting needs uh, just like they do for us. So head on over. They're pretty awesome. We also have another announcement. These guys aren't sponsors, but uh, I will hand it over to Dollface for them.
2: Yeah, this is is an awesome uh, opportunity that we're going to be able to uh – be helping with. I have a friend who is in charge of a nonprofit organization called the Giving Grinch, and basically, what it is is uh, she helps set up dinners uh, for families who aren't able to have dinners for Christmas um, toys, clothing, uh, you know, coats, anything to just help them be able to have a Christmas. And uh, she was with Sub for Santa before, and then she created this uh, amazing group, and she's just been doing a great job. And I figured that it would be kind of cool to geek, get the geek community involved and see if we can, you know, um, she, she has a goal of 50, 50, kids, 50 families. And so I was thinking, what if we are able to do more? And so I'm trying to recruit anyone who wants to, um, volunteer for this wonderful event. I'm going to be meeting with her next week and so I'll have more details on this. But if you are interested in participating in this, uh, go ahead and email me at dollface at stolen droids dot or yeah, stolen droids at gmail dot com. Sorry it's late, but
0: stolen droids gmail. Yeah, yeah so
2: <laughs> droids.com And um, I'll go over more details with you On what's going on But I have a lot of people Who have already volunteered to help out Um, This is something that If you are a cosplayer You are more than welcome to cosplay at this event And I have a lot of fun plans And activities for this So if you want to volunteer Let me know
0: that awkward moment when Dollface forgets our own
1: URL.
2: You know what? I I can seriously make the excuse, make the excuse that I've been up since five. I am not a morning person. So,
1: I, I think we should clarify that that uh, Dollface is spelled D-A-H-O. Yes, we should. That's right. Thank I, so I don't Thank know if we've you. ever actually spelled that out. Because people will be emailing Dollface D-O-L-L and not getting it anywhere. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and if you're part of the Cosplay Utah groups on Facebook, I've been posting on there, uh, as well as the Utah Brown Coats. So if you, you know, even on Stolen Droids, on our Facebook page, if you happen to hear anything about it and you can't remember my crazy email address that I just kind of spat out, then just write us on there and I'll just contact you. um, If you have more information, ideas, suggestions, anything, I just want to make this awesome for her because she's done so much already and I think that we can take it a step farther and see if we can beat her goal or just make this an annual event.
0: Very, very cool. I'm excited to be a part of this. Uh, again, yeah, check out our Facebook uh, page for more information. In the worst case scenario, I'll, you can always email admin at stolendroids.com as well, and any emails will get to, uh, to, to dollface. Or I might just set up an email alias, you know, the girl one at stolendroids.com, and
1: it'll just forward automatically <laughs> or, to her. Dollface with D O L L. That would work too.
0: <laughs> I, now you're going to confuse them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually becomes sexist,
1: doesn't it? I kind of worry about that.
2: D-O-L-L versus D-A-H-L?
1: Or Maybe the not. girl one at so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess you know you're
0: know right that one girl. to be a little bit more. So. The one girl. Literally the one girl. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's get into our headlines. We have some... Oh, no, no. We have some follow-up that we need to do from last week. Sorry. Last week, we recorded, and at the time we recorded this was simply rumor, that Mojang was looking to possibly sell off Minecraft, or sell all of Mojang, actually, to Microsoft. And they were talking about $2 billion. Uh, Well, the episode went live Monday morning, just a minute after midnight, and four hours later... It was announced that no, no, Microsoft bought them for two point five billion dollars.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah,
0: um, that's a lot uh, of money. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what uh, what uh, Microsoft is planning to do with it. Schmidt, you wrote a really good piece that you can find up on StolenDroids.com about your reaction to it.
1: Yeah, I, I had a bit of an emotional roller coaster all throughout Monday but um the more i think about it the more i think it's going to be a good thing um and and mainly it's because of the way that microsoft uh has been treating it that they've put on their blog and in their pr um they had a they had a press con- press release um and also on the uh the their xbox blog they've been explaining like what they're planning on doing with it and so far uh, they don't they don't have any major plans for changing anything. They're going to continue MineCon next year. They're going to keep the uh, you know the modding community and realms and everything. So so far uh, things are looking up. So
0: yeah, definitely. Now um, Notch, the uh, creator one of, or co-creator of Minecraft, he put on his blog that uh, he's leaving, and this is not really for the money. It's for his own kind of sanity, as he put <laughs> it. Uh, and I totally understand what he's saying, but there's this great comic from Penny Arcade where they're talking about it. It's like, how could Notch possibly, um, how could he possibly sell Minecraft? It's his baby. And the other guy's like, yeah, for two point five billion dollars, I would sell Microsoft an actual baby, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: so, like a space baby. Um, well, I
1: I totally get where where Notch is coming from, you know, leaving like that because I'm I'm a developer. Um, if I made something that became a global uh, phenomenon I don't know if I could handle the limelight I sure I enjoy making things that people enjoy but I don't like being the center of attention and so I, I completely well, understand where he's coming from
0: on that now now Schmitty and I have known each other for a very long time we've actually worked on projects together with him as the developer and me as the producer um and I'd go one step further. It's not even a limelight thing. It's kind of a you built something for you, or just for the fun of it, or for the heck of it. And suddenly, you have billions of people expecting you to support it for them. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. Well, no, that was never the that was never the idea.
2: I have a hard time yeah. helping well, to then. support things that I didn't make.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even then, he's been out of de- development of actual Minecraft for over a year now. So he he hasn't supported it. Um, but he even he states in his blog that um, he's not a real game developer as far as like corporations go he makes things because he thinks it's fun Um, once it becomes a corporation or something that he has to do it's no longer fun and most developers would sympathize with that because we would rather do something fun than to get paid for something that we don't necessarily enjoy <laughs>
0: that being said i think I, I i would do something i didn't necessarily enjoy for 2.5 billion dollars
2: i probably well, would too
1: yeah there's a little bit of truth to that i
0: probably do i probably Shameful do a couple things i didn't things.
2: enjoy i'm sorry what <laughs>
0: <laughs> things that would lose our family friendly <laughs> maybe gain us some new followers too or lose us some <laughs> if it's me um anyway so yeah there's our update on that yay Let's talk about the iPhone. Now, of course, we record this Thursday night, you hear this Monday morning, which uh, means this news is already a few days old, but the iPhone launched, or will launch. It will launch for us, it did launch for you, which means that uh, promptly after getting the iPhone out there, you will start to see videos of drop tests, because hey, why not stand in line for 18 hours so you can buy a phone for a few hundred dollars and then promptly drop it on the pavement? I don't understand Apple fans. I don't understand it. Well, that's Just why they
1: buy two. They buy two and drop one. Sure, cause and dunk the other one in water. <laughs>
2: hey, I, uh, I've got my one and it's still okay. So, eat it, Windows that's users.
0: That's because it's an actual iPhone one.
2: No, this is this is the <laughs> the latest one. Well, not the six, but yeah, Aww.
0: it's safe. It's. It's okay. It's
2: my awesome R two D two case. Jealous.
1: Awesome case. That,
0: that is the most awesome thing about that entire phone.
2: <laughs> is my case? That's what yes. saves it.
0: It's not film accurate though.
1: Your R two has
0: two eyes.
2: <sighs> He's got a twin.
1: <laughs> R two. That'd be R two D three.
2: R two T D two.
0: You'd swear we were drunk, but we're not. I, anyway, I so
2: maybe we should just keep recording really late at night and see how well we do.
0: <laughs> there's a time that all of them were just started yodeling randomly <laughs> and talking about the demons in the, under their skin. So, a uh, popular uh, site, I Fix It, went ahead <laughs> and uh, to- tore down, teared down.
1: <laughs> sure, teard- they did a teardown.
0: <laughs> they did a teardown. They performed a teardown on the iPhone 6. Uh, actually, the iPhone 6 Plus. Interestingly, they found out, and I, I love these guys. The reason they did it, do this, it's, n- it's different than the people who throw their phone at the ground trying to do a drop test. These guys actually take it apart bit by bit, and then promptly post videos, photos on how you can do the same should you need to or want to, and what kind of actual components are underneath it. More than one occasion, I've had to go to their site for something, like I'm taking apart a laptop to fix it or something, and the only actual instructions I can get are from iFixit. Well, they've made a big deal about doing it to mobile phones now in the past, and it's always fascinating to see what these phones actually have under the cover, that the manufacturer won't tell anyone about. For instance, the iPhone 6 Plus has a much larger battery than the 5S. It also has a much smaller battery than other 5.5-inch screen phones, which is kind of odd. It only has one gig of RAM, which baffles me. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. My phone has three gigs of RAM. Now, it should be noted iOS doesn't require quite as much memory as Android. Android is a memory hog. Okay. Windows Phone doesn't require a fast processor or a lot of memory. iPhone iOS requires fast CPU. It it really likes the fast CPU but it doesn't require much memory. But still only a gig. That was kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's definitely worth checking out uh, their their live blog, Taking It Apart, because it's quite cool to see how they do it and I I wouldn't be that. Some of the tools they use to make sure they don't shatter the glass, I would just be using a rock to chip the thing open. <laughs> okay, there'd be like a, there'd be like a black monolith behind me as I'm using a sharpened bone to beat an iPhone open.
1: They have a specialized tool that they made that uh, is used for opening up iPhones, and it's it's pretty crazy looking. <laughs> so, yeah. Um.
0: Okay, into some Google-slash-iPhone news. Um, one other feature of iOS that was only kind of talked about briefly, um, but it's very important, is how Apple has decided to, by default, encrypt everything on the device. The idea being that, um, it, it, that the government or anyone else can't snoop into your phone and pull data off of it without you wanting. Right. Now, Google... And I'm sure this isn't a completely unrelated, coincidental thing, suddenly announced this morning, oh yeah. Um Android L will do the same thing.
2: Weird.
1: Yeah. Funny how that works out. Well they they've always been talking about about doing it, but they've it's it's always been a, a tough thing to do as their their development process is completely open. It's a lot harder with uh with their chipset to do that uh, one of the things that they have with Android L that allows them to do that is the new, the art infrastructure. So, um, which completely encrypts the app as soon as you download it and mm-hmm. install it. That includes that, that allows for hundred percent encryption across the phone. So it just makes it a lot easier to do it now. So
0: now to test that out, I went ahead and I turned art mode on, on my phone just yesterday. In fact, um, took, took a, healthy while to do it, uh, as it had to recompile everything on my phone and redo the entire file system. And funny enough, Schmidty and I have the same phone. His is the Verizon version of the G3. Mine is the T-Mobile version. Mine has been running great. Um, It's about a quarter to 11 as we're recording this, and my phone is still at 50% battery power. Uh, So it's really helped the battery. It's really helped the performance. Schmidty, on the other hand, art mode didn't work, right? It didn't really
1: work. No, yeah, I had to pull the battery a couple times before I switched back to Dolvik, but yeah, they still have a lot of bugs to work out. Um, and and yeah, we, we don't have Android L. We're, we're still on KitKat. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that by the time Android L comes along, we'll have a lot more stability on that. right.
0: I'm crossing my fingers, which makes for great radio, but uh, you can't tell it, but trust me, I'm, I'm crossing fingers there. Hey, speaking of government snooping... You may not remember. We talked about it a little while ago, but the government threatened Yahoo back in 2008 that if Yahoo didn't turn over user data that uh they would have to pay a quarter million dollars per day.
2: Oh, I oh, it I remember double that. Like yeah.
1: Every week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they, they would double it every week. And Yahoo kept refusing, saying, "No, no, we're not going to do that." And the worst thing was is because it was a secret um warrant yeah. They couldn't even come back to a court's defense and say, look, we can't pay that. You can't make us because they couldn't talk about it. So they were really stuck in a catch-22. Well, it turns out that the quarter of a million dollars was just the baseline. And that, yeah, like Schmidty said, the fines would double every single week. Uh, They did the math. They being, I think, Engadget did the math. And uh, it turns out that Yahoo would have lost every penny they have or $13.8 billion in just over a year. So, as the article points out here, this wasn't so much a threat or a fine uh, by the government. This was a threat of extinction. This was a weapon they were leveraging against Yahoo, and Yahoo still refused. So, when people are saying, geez, when's the last time Yahoo's been relevant or what happened to all their money? I don't see where they all went. It turns out they were actually defending you.
2: Thanks for defending all my spam, Yahoo. You are.
0: That email, Jess, I haven't used in four years.
2: <laughs> I know. I honestly <laughs> forgot I had one until we said it or talk, you know talked about them because you know Gmail takes over my life.
1: I, I always forget that I have one until we talk about Yahoo, and then I remember. I go reset my password, and then I forget it, <laughs> it exists again. <laughs> well, how often yeah.
2: do we actually talk about Yahoo? Uh,
1: once a month, I'd, I'd say. Uh, maybe once every two. Not as much as BlackBerry.
2: Yeah. Sure. No, this is the last. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> you know it's really
0: funny about that? I, I had a friend uh, listening to our episodes, and he listened to episode number 94. Um, and then he listened to episode number 180. So almost ninety episodes between those. And he said it was kind of funny because a lot of headlines change. And you can tell that things have changed in the tech world, and we're talking about different things. But one thing was the same. We were saying pretty much the exact same things about BlackBerry a year and a half ago as we were two weeks ago. Um, which is probably the same as we were talking about three years ago.
1: They're the cockroach of the tech world. They're, <laughs> they're, they're the ones that are always expected to die, but they don't die.
0: Yeah. And anyway, going back to this headline, I'm actually kind of happy that Yahoo hasn't died after reading this. You know, after seeing everything that Mercer Meyer has done with the company, after getting to, to listen to her and see her at CES this year, and everything that they have planned for the company, and then hearing this and the amount they were willing to go to bat for everyone... I'm kind of happy that th- that that company has not gone under. I think we need that in the tech world.
2: I wonder if they're going to make like big, huge plans and have this awesome comeback and be like, "Take that, guys! We're still here."
1: <laughs> well, they did yeah. try that earlier this year. They, they they made this huge attempt at a comeback. Um, had a huge uh, panel at CES where they they released all this stuff and. And then we just kind of forgot about it. I yeah, well, about exactly. So
2: what that. I'm saying is, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to have, you know, come back with one? a huge comeback. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, obviously I, I, that think, wasn't big enough.
0: I, I think their comeback <laughs> this time was, hey, guys, remember, we're still here. And everyone else says, yeah, so so' Google. And they said, oh, right.
2: <laughs> they have everything.
1: <laughs> oh, poor
0: Yahoo. <laughs> one day. Okay.
1: Uh, At least you're not BlackBerry, Yahoo. (laughs) 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 That
0: needs to be their new slogan. Yahoo! At least we're not BlackBerry. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not another BlackBerry company. Um, Okay, so back to Microsoft. Microsoft, um, we talked about this a few months ago, actually, where they are talking about uh, getting rid of a lot of employees, Uh, 18,000 employees to be exact. They laid off just today, the 18th, Thursday the 18th, they cut another 2,100 people. Oof. That's a big yeah. oof.
1: That's a lot of people. I, I
2: was trying um, to make it big, but maybe it wasn't big enough. Oof. Was that better?
0: Yeah, that, that, that was good. <laughs> it was nice before. It was kind of the understated oof, you know? Yeah. The oof that we all felt. Um, now, it should be noted that of the 18,000 jobs that they're cutting, 000, twelve point and a 12,500 jobs are expected to be from Nokia, which they just took over, which kind of makes sense. Microsoft doesn't need a full Nokia division. They just need... Well, they just need the phones and the patents and the designs and a few people. But uh, this is still a lot of jobs. Now, they've said and I believe them, that this is not due to uh, any financial burdens or any issues like that. They simply need to restructure the company. And after seeing that graph a few months ago where Microsoft currently makes up like 4% of overall electronic devices in the world, I believe it. They're changing their game right now, and unfortunately their previous business model and the way the company was laid out doesn't really work with that anymore, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and it, it makes sense that you know in the past four or five years... They've acquired so many other companies, uh, Skype and Nokia included, Three Four Three Industries from Bungie, um, a lot of different companies that uh, were just like in the Nokia case. They don't need all the employees there. They maybe need you know some of the developers and uh, some other engineers, but really what they buy the companies for is for the you know the IP. So I, yeah. I think they're just playing cleanup from. From all those acquisitions.
0: And and they're not done yet. They've already let go of 13,000. Then you have the 2,100 today. They're going to have another 2,900 cut before uh, July of next year. So it's hard times over there. But unfortunately, this is kind of what happens when a company um, almost needs to clean house. Remember, even we just got time talking about uh, Yahoo, but Marissa Meyer had to let go of a lot of people at Yahoo who simply weren't needed anymore. John Chen from BlackBerry had to get rid of a lot of people who Mm -hmm. it turns out didn't even know they were still working there um
2: yeah because that's made such a huge difference trying to revamp yes
0: (laughs) but uh it's i can't tell if you're being facetious or not (laughs) because
2: i'm i'm full i I really can't
0: tell (laughs) (laughs) but so um Microsoft is paying severance a lot of this they're, they're expecting to pay 1.6 billion dollar severance but it still sucks for a lot of people
2: oh yeah I've been there it it totally blows sorry guys hurts with you and stuff and eat cake
1: <laughs> the cake was a lie by the way yeah don't yeah. give them that
2: no. cupcakes ice oh, cream oh cupcakes were lies pizza pizza's good pizza that's a good comfort comfort food
0: I find it hilarious. Dollface, by the way, if anyone didn't know, Dollface uh, is, it can't eat gluten. Um, and, and for realsies, not like those California people who say they can So I find it hilarious that in every time you bring up food, it is inevitably some kind of baked good.
2: I know. No, seriously. Yeah. It's when people are just like, I don't eat gluten because of blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm just like, are you kidding? I would cut someone to eat that pizza. <laughs> not gluten-free pizza like that pizza hut pizza it's, i would punch your face to get to it i miss like, it she,
0: she, she's like can i bring you a cake you know i i appreciate this so much can i bring you a cake can i
1: sit there and watch you eat it
2: can i just smell it can i just like you touch get, it and i'll wash my hands after but can i just touch it
1: you get used to it after a while yeah don't worry it's it's not creepy after a while
2: all you gluten-free folks i love you it sucks <laughs>
0: She's sitting there watching me eat a pizza. She's making like little chipmunk faces with her her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Please, sir, can I have some? (laughs) Anyway, that's going to be like a new sausage moment, okay? It's going to be the pizza face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Moving on. How about Legos that can kill you? Kind of, kind of. Um, by the time this episode comes out, this contest will be over, but Engadget and, and Mindstorms, the Lego company that makes the little robots, currently have running a very odd competition.
1: The competition isn't, doesn't end Monday. the applications start start oh, monday
0: yeah you're right you're right. Um, they want to see you build a monster machine. Uh, they want you to see a machine capable of destroying Manhattan. Which like
1: Godzilla style?
2: So a big, <laughs> huge one. Not like. Do you remember that show and like PBS where they had those guys that built their like robots, whatever, like this, and they like attacked each other. I can't remember the name, but... BattleBots. Yes, thank you. There's
0: there's BattleBots, yeah. There's a few different ones. Some got brought over by the BBC and whatnot. TLC actually originally had a lot of those shows. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming they're meaning in miniature because I don't know if anyone actually has a Lego collection capable of building a Godzilla-sized... I mean, we're talking like Kaiju-sized Lego creations.
1: Well, yeah, the the physical structure of the Legos Legos doesn't allow for uh, that large of... Of uh, so But I, I the hope they Rubik's actually add. Like,
2: I hope they add <laughs> characters to him, like the Simpsons characters or Batman or whatever, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there goes Chewy!" You know, just.
0: <laughs> it's just a really odd... I mean, they, they say two different things here. The, tra- the challenge has two themes. Build a robot that can, quote-unquote, take Manhattan, e- uh, er, e.g. Godzilla-style creatures, or build a robot that can take care of Manhattan, e.g. autonomous trash collectors. There's a slight difference between those.
1: You know, I, I would merge the two. I would have a Godzilla that collects trash.
0: Uh, really? Because I was thinking you are going to build a trash can uh, robot that kills people.
2: <laughs> Godzilla taking Either Manhattan robot. that takes care of Manhattan.
0: and Just dumps everything in Staten Island.
2: Maybe See, because people he, kept he complaining about his weight so much. He's he destroys a back.
1: building and everyone in it, and then he rebuilds it for you. Oh, no, really. Felt I
2: love you. <laughs>
0: Peace, yo. Um, <laughs> check it out. I brought some Craggle to build it with. <laughs> sorry, Lego movie joke if you haven't seen it. We all have kids. We've all seen it. So um, the, the winners in each category, and again, there's two categories, will get a $500 Lego gift card. So enough for a Millennium Falcon. Um, I don't, Lego Millennium Falcon. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry. Not a real Millennium Falcon. Um, I don't know where they're going with on this. I mean, it seems like a very odd... Competition. This is
2: the way for all the Lego geeks to get together, make new friends, and then build this in their basements and, you know, whatever.
0: Kill people with it. Yeah. Aren't we in a a post 9 11 world? I mean,
1: (laughs) yeah, it's definitely not the first Lego robot competition, but it's the first one where the uh, the theme has either been destroy or create. You know, hey, you know what?
2: They're all getting together in their mom's basements and stuff. Let them have fun.
0: You sound so judgmental. I love Legos. Me too. No, I'm saying
2: I love Legos too. I have Star Wars Legos on my keychains. I'm just saying, you said that this is like an odd thing to put together. Maybe it's just so the yeah, guys uh, in their uh, mom's not, basements have friends that they can bring over.
0: Now, now granted, I did say that uh, you're sounding kind of judgmental, but you're not sounding wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would do this
0: in my I kid's speak the
1: truth. Basement.
0: Technically, I'd be doing it let me rephrase that technically i would be doing this with my kids legos in their mom's basement
1: yeah no, i would say that in the own, least loaded way possible i would do it with my own legos without my kids in their mother's basement
2: <laughs> <laughs> insert extra mom jokes here
0: <laughs> can i have out of context quotes for 900 please <laughs> in their mother's basement. Hashtag <laughs> True story, bro.
2: Whose basement do you want to go play Legos with tonight? Your mom's.
0: There's a show title if ever there was one.
2: <laughs> Your mom, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Switch over to Oracle now. <laughs> yeah, let's and completely unrelated news. Um Oracle randomly had their CEO step down. Well, I can't say totally um randomly. Their previous um Uh, CEO, Larry Ellison, was co-founder of Oracle. He's been there for almost four decades. That's a long time in the tech world to have a CEO, right? And Oracle has done pretty well under him, um, all things considered. But the investors, the board of directors, everyone's been kind of worried about how long he's going to be there, and is he going to be able to hold the reins for much longer? How is his health looking? Is he making the best decisions? And so... Quite randomly, he stepped down, like today, and he's going to be re- replaced by two co-CEOs.
2: Are they both going to look like Mickey Rourke as well?
0: <laughs> she, she's looking at the picture. You can't see in the article yet. You should look at it. I don't know, but that looks like an air conditioning unit behind him.
2: I'm not. I know. I'm not talking it's, about that. I'm sorry. I'm he's a mix giggles. of
1: Mickey Rourke and Tim the Toolman
2: Doesn't he? He looks like Mickey Rourke. Oh, he does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. With a central
0: AC unit behind him. They're going to go into the central air market. They're going to kill it there.
2: (laughs) You're not going to let me back on again because I'm getting the giggles. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) That is not an AC unit.
1: (laughs) And you know that, Sue. (laughs) Is
0: it a heater? It's a snow cone maker.
1: They're revolutionizing the air conditioning (laughs) industry.
0: Five points if anyone can get that movie reference. <laughs> I know what this is. It is a snow cone maker. Um, okay, so they're going to have two co-CEOs. Safra Katz, which by the way is a cool name, and Mark Hurd. Um, one, I don't know why you would consciously choose to have co-CEOs. That didn't work well for BlackBerry, or at the time, RIM. And I, to my knowledge, they're the only company that really had co-CEOs in the tech industry. I mean, I I may be very wrong on that. It's not a stat that's readily available. Um, But I don't know what benefit there is to it. Furthermore, Mark Hurd, if you remember that name, here's why. He was supposed to be the CEO of HP. You guys remember that? But he got called out for sexual harassment, for improper, um, a whole bunch of improper stuff, actually. uh, Taking payoffs a lot of bad stuff he was ceo of hp for about six days uh managed to completely botch their takeover of palm uh managed to botch a whole lot of stuff and now he's co-ceo of oracle
2: he sounds date worthy yeah sarcasm sorry total okay
0: (laughs)
1: okay couldn't tell
2: (laughs) i'm like
0: different standards well, he doesn't yeah. look like Tim the Toolman Taylor. So
2: no, sorry, there's no Mickey Rourke there. So just not, not tune it.
0: I, I, I don't know. This is just kind of weird to me. Now, I actually have people. I actually know people who work for Oracle's, and I haven't been able to get their take on this yet. And even if I did, I wouldn't be able to quote them because, hey, they like their job. But I am kind of interested what people within the company think of all this. Can't be good.
2: I'm curious too that's yeah that's that's unsettling,
0: um, hey, let's switch gears entirely again, awesome, We're gonna wear this transmission out, baby, <laughs> um speaking of that's the wrong link for that, <laughs> yeah, let's do this one. grumpy cat, that stupid feline who um just won't die.
2: Oh, we're gonna Despite- get a lot of hate mail now.
0: Despite the fact that looking at Grumpy Cat, you can clearly see that every moment she's alive is a moment of agony. It's just you cannot look at that face and not know that she is just praying for it to, all to end. <laughs>
1: That's just her resting face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's like Tired. what my resting face looks like. Remember,
0: resting Grumpy sleep. Cat face.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm not so, asleep or have cat food in my face. I'm going to kill someone. Oops. Um.
0: There is going to be a TV movie for Grumpy Cat. If that it doesn't scare you enough, it'll be on the Lifetime channel. If that doesn't scare you enough, it's going to be a Christmas special. And if you have not given up on everything yet, it's titled Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever.
2: Whatever, hookers, I'm having you guys come over to my house that night to watch it. <laughs> we're having cookies and we're going to eat in our pajamas footy pajamas,
0: cookie dough, rock
1: cookie dough. All I know it, is it that my kids will be totally into this. It, it's a Christmas show about a cat. So. I,
0: you know, what's funny is, as an adult, I hate the Christmas specials because they're so cheesy and they seem so. Uh, fake. Even the peanuts ones, that's, or are
2: you just talking about like the, the life ap- a- live action ones,
0: the live action ones that all seem to star Mario Lopez. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's the well, appeal that's about different.
0: them that's
1: why people like them Zook,
0: but it's Aubrey
2: Plaza so she's that's awesome that's weird
0: yeah that's yeah. what's weird the voice of Grumpy Cat is going to be Aubrey Plaza who not I don't grumpy. Uh, <laughs> not grumpy well she can be grumpy did you see Scott Pilgrim oh she no, I was have you seen Parks and Rec well and see that's just it that I don't watch Parks and Rec I do. I know I, love I, know. That show. I only know her from uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the world and she was hilarious in that
2: yeah, well, that's kind of like how she is in Parks and Rec, very deadpan humor.
0: So, evidently, that's the whole reason. It must suck being an actress who's that attractive, and all the roles you get is you need to be a deadpan, pissy woman who has no tolerance for anyone.
1: Or a voiceover for a Or voiceover a voiceover
0: for a cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Th-
2: I could pull off the pissy woman thing, just saying. But I don't want to be grumpy cat. Anyway,
0: so I... <laughs> we're not going to confirm that. I, I worry. Where the, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> don't say anything. It's a trap. <laughs> I don't know. As a kid, I loved these kinds of movies. You remember like the, the California Raisin one? Yes. I loved Aww. that one. Okay? And the Garfield one. And uh, there are all sorts of these different specials. And I loved them as a kid. I can't stand them now. At least the live action ones. Especially with a stupid internet cat. Bah freaking humbug
2: Your soul has died
0: Why?
1: Because I don't like a soul-stealing cat
2: Oh, because you're bashing on the other ones That part, that's yeah. what makes me sad
1: He's oh. a Grinch, at least he can be a giving Grinch <gasps> This is true
2: Heck yeah, see, we have our own Come so join Lisa's
0: us His face just completely lit up right there <laughs> Like, sp- If we could have seen sparkles come out of her face We would have uh.
2: Maybe we'll do a okay. picture of that.
0: Um so Deadpool movie. Let's go into another soul sucking thing. Deadpool.
1: Yeah.
2: Finally <laughs> released or a date released. I I know, I have a lot of Deadpool fan friend the <laughs> friend fans. They were pretty excited. So this is like all that I friends. saw today.
0: <laughs> They're actually called Frans. Um, Frans, yeah, no, that's true they've been talking about a Deadpool movie for forever, since before X-Men Origins Wolverine, okay? And then, boom, Deadpool's in it. And it's a completely different Deadpool than anyone expected, and it was actually kind of crappy. Um, well, I guess they're going to actually make it, and they're going to release it uh, February 12th, 2016. Valentine's which
2: Day weekend.
0: It, it's a Valentine's Day weekend, yeah.
2: Happy Valentine's Day. We're going to go see Deadpool.
0: I don't know why we're doing this personally.
2: This article in general, or just making Valentine's plans for 2016?
0: Well, no, uh, not not either of those. I've actually been told I need to make better Valentine's statements. Well, here you go. Deadpool.
2: Exactly.
0: Hey, sweetie, you say I never listen to your needs. Let's go see Deadpool. Give her some
2: chocolate and or some, you know hard stuff to <laughs> drink to make her forget kool-aid i
0: i just think i i am so deadpooled out and i'm sorry all of Dollface's faces friends i don't mean that personally but every con you go to it's just so much deadpool
1: yeah there were a lot
0: there's always a lot it's like a traffic jam of deadpools it's like a blood clot in the walkways all that red and I will give Deadpool fans this, okay? You know how a lot of people will dress up as the big ones, right? Oh, I'm Mario, but he doesn't really like to play Mario, or, or she's whatever, or he's whatever. Deadpool fans who dress up as Deadpool actually do read Deadpool. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. So I'll give them that. But there's just so much Deadpool.
2: You know who's well, cool? Who? Wolverine. Just saying, why aren't there any more Wolverine cosplays?
0: Hmm, that's true. Need
2: to take over Deadpool.
0: Well, okay, so let me pose this question then. Okay, and I don't want to take up too much time with it, but I think it's a valid question. With how many people love Deadpool, for better or for worse, there's a lot of them. Do you think this movie is going to make them happy or is going to piss them off when it comes out?
2: A lot of people that I've talked to are, like I said, really excited. I mean, even a though. A lot of
0: people were excited for X-Men Origins Wolverine, too, though, and it was bad.
1: That's because they screwed it up.
0: Well, that, that's my question. Because remember, this is probably not... But it's this Ryan be,
2: Reynolds. He can't do no wrong, Zook.
0: I'll remember that the next time I watch Green Lantern. <laughs>
1: well, if, if, they, if they do Deadpool the same way they did it in, in X-Men, then yeah, there will be a lot of disappointment.
0: Well, may I remind you that this will not be done by Marvel.
2: So
1: maybe it'll be a good thing. That's it's why Disney wants Fox.
2: far away from it.
0: This is going to be Fox. Okay. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm asking the question. Deadpool fans, let us know. Do you think you're going to be disappointed by this? You know? Are you excited it's being done, but going to be disappointed by how it's going to be done, like every other Ryan Reynolds movie? (laughs) (laughs) Feedback at StolenTroids.com. Moving on here, because we actually have a surprise for everyone, so we need to get one more headline in. And uh, this is one of Dollfaces, who I think she uh, was actually squeeing while she wrote this, because it's all in caps.
2: Yeah. And I know. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> <laughs> nope. So, I have a 3DS XL that I got for my birthday, and it was the uh, Legend of Zelda one. Totally awesome. But the thing that frustrates me is that they keep coming out with all of these awesome covers, and it's like, I can't keep collecting them all. This one, I really love, because I love playing Super Smash Bros. And this one... um, Is going to be coming out on October 4th. I love it. I mean, because you see Link and Mario and Kirby, Pikachu.
0: This kind of confuses me in a way. Uh, And I mean that in the nicest way possible. But it seems like a lot of, like, Sony and Microsoft and even, you know, other people, they try and make game devices, right? Nintendo seems to be really big on game accessories. Have you noticed that?
2: Yeah. They have... Mm -hmm. A ton. Oh, you want this? How about it in this color? And then these next eight colors. How about this, this? the stuff?
1: games, the games that they have on there are are meant to be be played for like five thousand hours. Like Pokemon comes to mind and other Pokemon's, <laughs> and so they wear their devices out really quickly. So yeah. they need to they they need to keep releasing more and more. I mean, you don't want to keep buying the same. 3DS that you bought last time. You want to keep buying different ones, different themes, so it makes sense.
2: Well, in this one, I mean, they're going to be adding another analog stick and the processor will be better, but I personally don't like the dual analog sticks, at least for this, but I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try it and check it out, but...
0: Part of me... I'm going to take us back in time um, a few months to when Samsung released the galaxy S five. Okay. The most recent one. And in their, uh, press conference, they said, okay, yeah, it has a faster processor. Ooh, it has a heartbeat sensor and it has a slightly clearer screen and Oh, it comes in blue. You'll notice that we chose this particular blue. Schmidty's rolling his eyes so hard they're going to actually loop back around because I'm not making this up. This was actually part of the press conference trying to sell the crowd on why this blue was so special. I sometimes feel like that's what Nintendo does. It's like, oh, this one has a slightly better processor. Electric blue. And this one's a slightly faster screen, but this one has the Triforce in purple
2: don't be knocking the Triforce Man.
0: <laughs> is, really, she it, really is going to cut me.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I have to correct myself. Uh, Smash Brothers, the game for Nintendo 3DS is coming out on October 4th. So not this um, not this 3DS. This one will be coming out September 19th. So tomorrow, but in either red or blue models. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like the collector's thing with like a lot of geeks that like to find things to collect because i mean if you look up the uh, pokemon one for this especially pikachu that one's pretty pricey Mm -hmm. because you can't find anymore so for people it's like another thing that they can go collect and try and get all these different covers and stuff because then they get hard to find and then you go back and it's like you know they have these special covers that are more fun than the boring covers they used to have
0: yeah do you collect them afterwards that sounds like I'm judging. I'm really not. You know, but it's kind of a question. Well,
2: it's like you can't. I mean, think about it. I mean, people that want something specific, like, I'm not going to lie, the Pikachu one is awesome. I love that one. I cannot afford it. And I will never be able to afford it, because right now you can only find it on maybe Amazon, but on eBay. But Sorry, think, kids.
0: No college for you. Mom yeah. needs a Pikachu. <laughs>
2: sorry they'll understand they love it as much as i do but it's like you know they come out with all these different ones they have a yoshi one and they had a limited edition mario and luigi one which i actually got Derek. and then they also have other pokemon ones uh disney even came out with one themselves with mickey mouse on it so it's Hmm. like yeah i'm guessing that people like to collect them and then up up the price on ebay like everything else
0: she says with slight That
2: I'm a little judgy on and I have a hard time with, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I saw how the face changed there. <laughs> All right. Uh, you may be looking at the clock going, wait a minute, wait a minute. They just said they're going to do their last headline and they're not nowhere near done a sh- show. And then I'd say, yeah, and you just used like a triple negative. Well, that's because this is the return of the talking point, at least for this episode. We have another headline that came out this week and we deemed it kind of large enough. We want to discuss it. So we are doing a talking point this episode. Yeah. Dollface, I think this is your first t- talking point, isn't it?
2: It is. Well, yeah. I guess unless you don't count all the other times that I just keep talking anyways. So this <laughs> is the official, point. <laughs> official one.
1: True.
0: Sometimes I hate you and your logic. <laughs> okay, so uh, this week the NTSB, or the Na- U.S. National Transportation Safety Board, um, decided that they are going to start really pounding the stump, um, saying we need to eliminate all distractions while driving um, or in a transportation vehicle. We need to get rid of personal electronic devices uh, or PEDs. P-E-Ds. Uh, they're calling for a nationwide ban on the use of non-essential electronic devices while driving. It's not a law yet. This is just something they're really trying to start pushing forward. And it's hard to argue with them. As much as I love Gadgets, as much as I use them, as much as they become vital to the way I do things, uh, the numbers are hard to lie with. Many accidents nowadays are caused by people who are in some way being distracted by a mobile device, by a personal yeah. device. Um, and it can be anything. Manufacturers have heard the call. They they have ca- car modes, hands-free modes. They are trying to get tighter integration with uh, with the stereo. But is it enough? And that's our talking point for this week. What can we do that's still realistic versus what shouldn't we bother with? So quick poll here. Uh, Dollface, you're first. What devices do you use in the car? Do you want to use in the car?
2: Um, The biggest one is probably the GPS on my phone because depending on where I'm going, especially, you know, Utah County, I don't know a lot of the roads. So probably for me, that's the most important just because, I'm still getting used to it. Um I don't know where everything is and so to me that's probably my biggest thing is having a GPS.
0: Okay. I think that's a I think that's a pretty common one there, Schmidty.
1: Um yeah, I would say that that's that's one of my biggest ones too, not for the same reason, but um it, the route I take to work. Uh well, I have I have three different ways I can get to work. Um and so I use I use navigation um through Waze. Uh, to tell me if if that's backed up or not, so that that's one thing that's really big, uh, you know. So I know which route to take to work. Uh, second, um, I would want something to be able to play media. I listen to podcasts, audio books, um, and then the occasional you know dubstep playlist. So um, audio and navigation.
0: Okay, and and for me, I'm kind of uh, both of you as well. I use Waze as well, so I can see what traffic is like and where the cops are. You know, I, yeah. I know I know where I'm going. I know uh, the roads well enough, but I don't know what the traffic's like. I don't know if there's accidents or construction or cops. So I like ways for that. And Google Maps has started to really step up in that area as well. Um I use Pandora, I use my own onboard music. So I stream a lot of music or podcasts, but I also um end up having to make a lot of calls and do a lot of text. Um, and that's where it becomes problematic for me. Now, my phone, my car is kind of dumb. I have a car that you would have sworn was built last century. Um <laughs> And almost was, really. So I have a tape adapter plugged from my phone into the car stereo. And then I have a Bluetooth speakerphone clipped onto my my visor. And this is actually a, um, a pain point for me, because my Windows phone was able to handle this setup perfectly. Knew when to talk to the Bluetooth, knew when to talk to the stereo, knew when to shut up between the two. And my Android device, my G3, does not. At all. Um, in fact, sometimes it tries to listen to my voice through the car stereo
1: while playing my podcast app over the speakerphone. phone. doesn't work, people. Uh, well, see, and, and for me, upgrading to the G3 was was a, an awesome time because the, the external speaker, the speaker on it, is a lot more powerful than the S4. I've been able to use just the speaker on the phone.
0: To be fair, and- the speaker on the back of the G3 is more powerful than the car stereo in Schmitty's car. <laughs>
1: it's 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 awesome so i I just put you know everything out through that speaker I don't need headphones or or bluetooth headset anymore um so i I haven't had to wrestle with bluetooth anymore
0: well see and i and I get that but and I don't want people to judge me or think ill of me. Um, I do have problems. I try and use the hands-free as much as humanly possible, but because of the issues I have between the hands between my speakerphone and the car stereo, there are times when I have to use my phone to do something because for some reason, voice command just didn't work. It just didn't catch it. Yeah. Okay. Now, Google and um, Apple, to their credit, are both trying to come out with uh, those... Uh, you had the Google Car, right? The dash system that looked like a giant Google Now interface. It could play your music. It could do everything that we've all said through the car's dash interface. Okay, um, Apple has the iCar system or the Apple Car, currently in Ferraris and some Mercedes because that's affordable. So, but on the same, on the other hand. Google is also pushing driverless cars. You know, automated driving cars. Elon Musk says we're probably like six years from a self-driving Tesla. Is that more the route we're going to end up doing? Let them play their games. Let them use their electronic devices. It doesn't matter. The car's driving for them anyway.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if if uh, if the NTSB is pushing for no electronic devices in cars. By the time we have self-driving cars, this will be uh, this this no no electronic devices law will be pushed and it'll be harder to reverse so by the time it's it's in the law we'll be we'll have self-driving cars so we'll just have to sit there i mean we'll we won't be able to use any of our devices we'll so be forced to talk to each other <laughs> so just
0: talk to each other and read
2: well if they're going to start pushing stuff like this that hard um can they just you know along the lines of uh don't put on makeup while you're driving law maybe not eat five hamburgers at once while you're trying to drive because I see stuff like that all the time and it's like four
1: is okay though right
2: eh, maybe you know but it's like things like that infuriate me like I get it I I know that texting while you're driving is bad and I I get that a lot of things of those distractions but it's like there are other distractions that happen as well and I can't tell you how many times I've had some stupid girl almost hit me or get in an accident because she's too pu- too busy putting on her mascara because she can't either wait till she gets to work or wake up earlier and do it. And it's like, why don't yeah, you just start cracking down on everything then?
1: Yeah, yeah, you don't want to rule out just one of the distractions because there are so many other things that are distracting other than electronic devices. So that's a good point. That being
0: said, though, there was a Mythbusters episode even that tested the the claim that texting or using your phone while driving is more dangerous than doing it drunk. And they found yeah. that, yeah, it is. It actually is. And I kind of want to ask the question, why? Is it because you're focusing so solely on writing something close that you kind of forget everything outside that personal bubble. Would it be j- would it be just as dangerous or less dangerous if you were doing it on the dash? Because I can mess with my stereo and not mow down people in the car, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't say for sure that I couldn't do that if I was texting.
1: Yeah,
0: it, 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 it's a question I have, and I don't have an answer. And I kind of pose it to you two, and I pose it out to our listeners as well. Is making it in the dash any safer, or? I, what I think it might answer?
2: be an illusion that you would think oh well if I have it like up by my steering wheel I can still kind of look back and forth but the thing is is like when you're texting especially if you are very careful with your grammar so whether you care or not I mean you're going to be like focusing on you know stupid autocorrects. that's not what I said I said this and it's like you're going to be focusing on trying to get that one stupid word and then when you can't you know something happens but I don't know i just think that people are going to find ways to justify well if i do it this way i think it's safer if i do it that way it's safer in in reality just none of it is just don't just don't do it and quit trying Mm -hmm. to justify
0: one over the other exactly Yeah. yeah well and i remember too and i'm going to sound like the old man here in a moment but i mean i remember getting my license I was 16, I got my license. And for the first while there, while I kind of, you know, got my driving legs, as it were, or got really familiar with driving, I got distracted by everything. I, I. I'm going to sound like an absolute idiot here. But I remember one time I started watching the speedometer and watching how when I rev, you know, the tachometer and speedometer together, I, I got so focused on my instrument cluster for just long enough. It wasn't even that long, but just long enough that I hadn't realized that the lane had shifted and I was no longer in it. Or when I got into the habit of checking my mirrors and realizing I was taking too long to look at my mirror and I wasn't paying attention to what I was That's doing called
2: right. ADD, dear
0: okay (laughs) yes or and this is a common one with new drivers with teenagers with new drivers i was so focused on trying to stay in between the lanes because it was still such a new thing to me that i stopped paying attention to how fast i was going and i'd either slow down way too much or i started speeding up too much so it's i don't know it's a whole bunch of different distractions. I mean, it's it's amazing we don't all kill each other every day we're out on the road when you consider what
1: we're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really difficult because it's really hard to make a law for it because, like like Amber says, or Delphi says, there's so many other things that can distract us, um, and so it's really hard to make a law for it. Uh, I, I like how they say it in this article, they, uh, the NTSB, they're saying that we need to build a social infrastructure that destroys, just Dissuades distracted operations at all times. I think we've we've slipped a little bit in our culture to think that, um, we're we can it's okay to be distracted at times because, as long as we're multitasking. We think we can multitask, but we need to rebuild that social infrastructure in thinking that you know that's not okay because we. We've slipped so far. Right. Well, and like I, 20 years ago, we didn't have bones. And interestingly,
0: yeah. you're absolutely right. It is that kind of social thing. It's okay if you're doing it because... It, sorry, there's a gigantic fly on my webcam <laughs> invading the, the, the chat conversation. You know, it, It's okay if you're doing it because you're multitasking, right? Oh my gosh, a text came in from the babysitter. I just have to respond to this. Oh my gosh, my kid's school called. I have to call on this. Versus if you ran into the back of someone because you were playing Candy Crush.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you know, and honestly, like you think about in real life, even outside of being in the car, how many people do you know with multitasking can do everything perfectly anyways, even standing on their own two Mm -hmm. feet? So what makes you think if you can do that, that you can do it while driving a car? And it's like when you also have other people in your car, even kids, is it really worth being responsible for something to happen. It's not worth having that much weight on your shoulders. I mean, if you need to answer that bad, then seriously, pull over.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, uh, wrapping this up, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that voice technology is getting better almost every day. Um, Dollface, uh, there are times when you're messaging me and I'm wondering where on earth is she that she can message me so fluently so much? And it's because you're using the voice chat function. Mm Mm-hmm and it's well even
2: well even if i'm like i'm not gonna lie a lot of times i am just lazy to actual text even if i'm on my couch so i'd rather just do the voice chat because it's quicker and i don't have to like really focus as much and sometimes it auto corrects but then it makes funny conversation but it's like i don't know i know that they're getting better um even on the radio this morning i heard about you know being careful with focusing on technology while you're driving and there's places that will try and make it easier for you by installing systems or anything in your car to make it easier so you don't have to actually touch anything so if you want to just talk and say text so-and-so to whatever then you know slowly you can get there and at Mm -hmm. least you're not touching something you can still focus on what's around you and verbally text someone
0: um, I want to know what everyone else thinks out there. Feedback at StolenDroids.com or give us a call at a 1917 geek. Where is the future? Better voice recognition, more integration with the car itself, or self-driving cars? Or is there an option we missed? I want to know. Um, on to our favorites. And we have to move fast because we've gone a bit long. But I think this is a good talking point. It was a good return of the talking point. Um, okay, so this great uh, comic... Uh, sorry, this great video artist put together a YouTube video, and this is not unique, this has been an ongoing meme for a while, but this one is the best, Super Mario Combat. This is Super Mario World, with who may be the very best champion of all time, and it's Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat, Uh, I think this one is from 2, if if I'm watching the correct Shang Tsung, and he's morphing into all the different characters like he does in-game, and you'd be surprised um, how effective he is in Super Mario World. Uh, Definitely check it out.
2: Awesome. Well, my favorite for the week, um, I'm sure that everyone's done it a million times by now. I know I have. Is it now that Groot has his own, uh, number that you can text? And when I first found this out, um, I wrote him a lot. And of course you get the same answer. I am Groot, but it's kind of fun to just be like, I am Groot. I am Groot, you know, with all of your responses. But, um, it's it's a lot of fun so um of course we have the link the phone numbers in there so if you feel the need that uh you must have Groot text you back here you go
1: me and Groot have had some really good deep conversations oh, <laughs> me too he's given me a lot of good advice
2: he owes me a date
1: <laughs> uh my favorite uh, comes to us from bad robot productions again uh that's that's jj abrams um uh, Studio yeah, company, <laughs> um, and he reveals uh, some close-ups of the Millennium Falcon um, with a uh, a cameo of the uh, the Tumbler, the Batmobile. Um, it's pretty cool, and and then uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs>
0: it is so late. <laughs> Zack <Schneider. laughs> Snyder.
1: Zack uh, Snyder replied with uh, um, a uh, an image of. Stormtroopers storm being arrested because they, they stole the uh, Batman Bill. Wow, I had a hard time getting through that. So I'm going to turn time back over to Zoom.
0: Awesome, and we're going to go to bed. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, feedback at stolen droids.com. Give us a call at 81917Geek. Follow us on Facebook. Friend us on Twitter, or I don't know, is that how that works? I'll let Dollface explain it. Until next time, cheers. End of line.
1: See ya. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.